Welcome to The Sunday Soother, a podcast, newsletter, and community about authentic living and compassionate personal development. I'm your host, Katherine Andrews, a life coach, online teacher, and writer focused on self-reflection, mindfulness, and how to create meaning in our everyday lives in practical ways. Join me weekly for conversations about personal growth, spirituality, self-discovery, and self-care, and how we can navigate this messy world with hope and humanity. Hi, everybody. Catherine here, and I am about to read my weekly Sunday Soother essay as a podcast. Before I dive into reading the essay, which is all about how to figure out what is enough, um, a couple of things. I, on February 14th, am launching a 30 Days of Intuition free challenge both on email and Instagram, I'm going to be doing um, this awesome month-long challenge where I'm going to be posting or emailing you an exercise and assignment every day that's going to help you get in better touch with your intuition. And I'm really excited about it because there's some really fun activities in there. Um, It's just going to help you kind of connect to your body, connect to your heart, clear space, drop into that sort of inner wisdom that exists in all of us in by doing all these very practical, doable, short exercises every day, by the end of the month, you should have a kind of a deeper connection to your intuition, which I think will be awesome. So I'll put the link to that in the show notes. Um, Also on February 11th, I am hosting my next new moon journal circle. It's at 8pm Eastern on February 11th. Those are just hour long free gatherings on zoom where I lead everybody in a guided meditation, we do some real time journaling, a little bit of community sharing in the chat box, and I do a tarot reading for you um, for whatever is coming for you in the next new moon month period for you. So that'll be in the show notes also. And then finally, on February 27th at 1pm Eastern, I'm hosting a tarot and journaling workshop. I'm going to go over the 101 of tarot for anybody who wants to learn a little bit more about it. Maybe you've just recently bought a tarot deck or are thinking about buying a tarot deck. So I'll teach you a little bit about tarot and how to interpret the cards. And then I'll teach you some techniques for using tarot to uh, journal um, to accelerate and deepen your journaling practice. And then I will give us, um, a PDF where I'm going to have journal prompts for every single tarot card, and we're going to do some journaling together. So the link for that will be in the show notes too. So lots of activities coming up this February. I'm really excited for all of them. And I hope to see you at one or more. And right now I'll go ahead and read my Sunday soother essay for this week. How do you know you've done enough? How do I know I've done enough, that I am enough, that this is enough? These were the questions that started pinging my inbox one by one when I shared some prompts and thoughts about the inner critic on my Instagram recently, eventually turning into a steady flood. I had done a poll on what course folks wanted me to create next, and I'd thrown in a course on the inner critic almost as an afterthought. Well, it got almost three times as many votes as any of the other options. Intellectually, of course, I know that people struggle with inner critics, but I hadn't realized it was so prevalent amongst my audience. I'm not sure why, since my journey with my inner critic has been a defining part of my life, but sometimes I miss this stuff in others. Intrigued, I asked questions. What does your inner critic say to you? What do you want to know about your inner critic? What is the hardest part of having an inner critic? 
And the enoughness themes came through so strong. It tells me I've never done enough. It tells me I could always be doing more and I'm lazy for not. You're not good enough. Enough, enough, enough. The flood of responses and their theme of enoughness or not enoughness got me intrigued by the overall concept of enough and why we and our inner critics struggle so heavily with it. As I often do when looking to more deeply understand a concept, I turned first to the dictionary. Here's what showed up for enough. One, adjective. Adequate for the want or need, sufficient for the purpose or to satisfy desire. Enough water, noise enough to wake the dead. Two, pronoun. Inadequate quantity or number, sufficiency. Three, adverb. In a quantity or degree that answers a purpose or satisfies a need or desire, sufficiently. Four, fully or quite, ready enough. So the word and concept itself can be explained intellectually and logically, but I think it eludes a meaningful definition of knowing when it comes to us as individuals. What does enough look like for each of us in different situations? And that's where I find people getting stuck, especially in regards to their inner critics. We're looking, as we do in so many areas of our life where we feel we need validation, for others to define what enough looks like for us. But I think that the honest truth is that enough is a carrot dangled in front of us externally by systems or others who benefit from us believing we're lacking. A carrot that will always be hanging just out of reach that will be snatched away at the last second with the promise of just a little more work, a little harder trying, a little, if only you. So how do you stop chasing the punitive carrot that you'll never get to taste and settle into where you are instead? I think the answer lies in reclaiming the word enough. And it means defining what enough looks like for you personally in any given situation. And trust me, I know, this is actually a lot harder than it might seem. See, when we're stuck in a relationship with inadequacy or any relationship that is harming or undermining us, I do believe that at some level, we are in fact actually somehow benefiting in a way, even if it is in a very small way, from the setup of the situation. In our current toxic relationship with enoughness, The fact that we've been allowing others to define enoughness for us means that we do not have to make the difficult decision of reclaiming our personal agency in the decision of enoughness. We don't have to be the ones deciding what enough is. And that's a relief in its way. I learned this in a really tough way when I started working for myself. In ways I hadn't truly understood until I stepped out of them, I had truly benefited and felt comforted by knowing exactly what was expected of me. 40 hours a week, this many projects, that many metrics, and in turn, I would get this much money, that many benefits, and this kind of office. Though I often also felt trapped by those expectations, there was a deep sense of comfort in having somebody else make those definitions and decisions for me. So when I stepped into working for myself... I flailed deeply without those expectations of enoughness in place. I struggled frantically to replicate them, then outdo them, then abandon them, 
and finally redefined them for me and me only. Trying on uncertainly the act of deciding I actually knew exactly what I needed. See, if you're chasing somebody else's definition of enoughness, you are allowing others to define expectations and outcomes for what your effort and sometimes entire life should look like. An individual definition and reclamation of enoughness is us putting a stake in the ground, come what may, and accepting what that means for us, accepting responsibility, and also accepting how others might push back against it. That's the scary part. If you're struggling with enoughness, may I invite you into the practice of beginning to define what enough actually looks like for you, by you. Here are a few places to start. One, identify a pillar in your life where you struggle with enoughness, work, dating, body image, productivity, money, or some other area. Then if you can, define a pillar of your life in which you can recognize you you do not struggle with enoughness, in which you feel whole. Write down 10 ways in which you are able to step into and accept the enoughness in the latter pillar. Then brainstorm from that list 10 ways you can begin to apply those lessons to the other pillar where you do feel you are lacking. Number two, try on the concept of micro wins. This is something I taught in my dating course. In relationships, a quote unquote winning outcome seems so black and white. Marriage or nothing. I instead taught students to lean into the concept of a micro win when dating. Sometimes creating an online profile is a micro win if they'd been avoiding or fearful of online dating. Sometimes a micro win was sending messages to three new people on the apps. Sometimes it was having a hard conversation with a partner. Sometimes it was being vulnerable with a date. These micro wins took away the all or nothingness we can often apply to situations and helped the students realize they were growing in so many ways during their journey. Number three, list observable outcomes. In a similar vein as micro wins, when I'm working with a one-on-one coaching client, I often ask them a month or so into our engagement to define three to five outcomes they want for our work together. A lot of times clients were writing stuff like feel happier or feel more confident. Those are good goals, but too vague by half. So I started having them write down outcomes that were observable. That is somebody could witness them doing that outcome. More confident became do public speaking once a month. Feel happier became go on one hike a week. Kinder to self became journal daily and create three affirmations I believe in. See where you can create observable outcomes for the area of of enoughness you're working on. Number four, see if you can connect with what enough feels like in your body. I was leading a client through a grounding meditation last week meant to center and help her feel present. And at the end, she sighed and smiled, saying she was able to step into the physical feeling of being in a spot in Hawaii she had vacationed to in the past. In that feeling on that beach, I was just content and present, and I knew I didn't have to do anything or be anywhere, she explained. Pause and consider, what's that sensation of completion, of enoughness, of safety and presence feel like in your body? Can you describe it? Then think about a few ways you may be able to cultivate it more frequently. Number four, try on this wild tip that I have to remind myself of daily. 
when you actually complete your to-do list, don't add on more just for the sake of it, just because you might have the time. Stop where your list stops. You are teaching yourself the self-trust to stop when you said you would. You are trusting that what you have set out to do is actually enough, and you don't have to add on more just because you have the time. Number six, finally, begin to step in more deeply to your intuition. On February 14th, I'll be starting a free 30-day challenge to help you start to listen to your intuition more regularly. With deeper, better intuition, we gain a more solid sense of what does feel like enough to us. By signing up for the challenge, you'll receive a new assignment or practice in your inbox for you to participate in. Each practice should take no longer than 20 minutes and will be designed to help you connect more deeply to your intuition, with practices ranging from journal prompts to guided meditations to emotional and space clearing activities and a lot more. I hope one of these tips centers you and encourages you to begin a journey of reclaiming and defining your enoughness in the world. Because you are the one that gets to decide. And that's both a liberating blessing and a responsibility to your own personal power. It's time to step into it. That's it for this week's Sunday Soother. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have a moment, go on over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. That's how other people find this podcast and the message of hope and compassionate personal growth I'm hoping to spread to many more people just like you. You can find me on Instagram at Katherine Andrews and find out more about The Sunday Soother at thesundaysoother.com. You can also check out my services, courses, and coaching at katherinedandrews.com. Have a great day ahead.